Hello everyone, Happy New Year. That's kind of funny because today is January 31st and it took me an entire month to wish you a Happy New Year. Um, anyhow, as um, procrastination might be an issue for anybody else out there besides me, um, I tend to really, um, let's say, flourish when I have a deadline. Um, so I had really, really, really wanted to um, record in the month of January. And um, so I knew what today was and I wanted to get it done. And it is um, nearing 10 o'clock in the evening at night. So anyhow, I, I feel blessed that I have this um, moment right now to, uh, to get this time in. And I just want to share with you uh, some thoughts for this new year, 2020. Um, so a lot of the things that we think about in a new year, we feel that new sense of hope. We feel, um, I don't know, just a lot of newness, basically. And is that a false newness that we feel or is it something real? Is it something tangible? Uh, I was thinking about this as I reflected spiritually speaking because the word tells us that his mercies are new every day, each day. And so um, we can actually encapsulate that feeling that we feel uh, on New Year's Eve the anticipation, the excitement, uh, the slate is clean, I have a new year. We can actually feel that every day. Um, but it's honestly hard to. Um, so it's it has been a couple of years since I decided to make a resolution. Um, because I kind of, I'm very black and white in certain areas of my life. And so... I had set one for several years, and um, then every time I didn't make my resolution, I feel like it was just another thing to add to my list of, I don't know, things that I set out to do and didn't. So um, there was like two years that I decided to take off from making a resolution. Um, this year, towards the end of the year, I heard um, a great sermon um and the pastor kind of said somewhat joking um we should make more new year's resolutions because uh the likelihood of doing one is a smaller percentage so maybe just make lots more so you have more chances and i just thought that was great and funny so i said i'm gonna do that and um, I did. I sat down and I, I made a list of uh, just dreamed a little, had some fun with it, and uh, I wrote a very long, long list of things that I wanted to do in 2020. Well, I'm, I don't need to share that with, with you, all those things, but um, the point that I wanted to make is that I have found it helpful in the last 
31 days to kind of just let it help me set an intention for the day, not with any pressure, um, but just something to focus on, especially, um, uh, especially on days that are particularly difficult. I say, what, what one tangible thing can I do today? And, um, one thing I've been able to do in the last 31 days, um, there was two days out of the whole month that I didn't get to read the word every day. Um, but that was something that I wanted to do because we're transformed, um, by the renewing of our mind through his word. So I did want to make sure that that was the one thing that I did. So that wasn't really part of my list necessarily because that's just, that's the kind of thing that should be like air or, uh, eating or, um, showering. I I don't know. It, It should be just something that is part of my life that I want to be part of my life because, um, it's, it's the only thing that's going to change, change my, my soul and my spirit, um, my thoughts, um, from the inside out. So, um, I've been able to do that. Now, the other thing, um, that I wanted to talk to you besides that, um, was just some thoughts I had because I unfortunately have had a rough start to the year. I haven't been able to, um, see my therapist or be on my medications, uh, for financial reasons. Um, so it's, it's been difficult and honestly, some days are really hard and I have been feeling like I really want to share this with somebody. Um, and so I've tried to just take it to the Lord. Um, but if I'm, if I'm being honest after I lament, there's just, not that that's not enough, not that the Lord and lamenting to him is not enough, but further than that, I just feel like I don't want to pretend. So it's not like I feel like I need to tell or share or, um, unload on anybody else, but I just, I'm going through a difficult time and I just feel like I don't want to pretend that I'm going through that time. Um, so I just, I know I've touched on this issue a bit, um, but I wanted to just read you some thoughts cause I didn't want to forget, um, anything. So here's what I wrote. Uh, we don't want to hold on to or claim any struggle or issue that holds us back from our purposes in Christ. Yet it can be easy to get disheartened when we have tried to ignore our realities, plow through them, and try not to give any power to something, and yet it seemingly holds us back from so much. We try to take it through a process. We allow it to be filtered through the word. We pray it gone. We surrender it, but it keeps popping back up on the other side, like one of those overstuffed suitcases. 
we share it, our struggle, and open ourselves up to being teachable. We hear, have you tried this or that? Yes, thank you, I have. Well, how about this, someone else may say. And many times, yes, we've tried that too. Well, maybe try it again, they say in an optimistic, trying to keep positive for you way. And um, we just say we will. And many times we do. It's not that we're trying to um, not believe or um, we're trying to hold on to something. Because that's something I've talked about. Always remaining in surrender and not wanting to keep it. We learn to talk. We learn to not talk about our continuing struggles, the lifelong process of sanctification. Because face it, nobody likes a Debbie Downer. It is not that we don't believe in the victory. We know it to be true because we have seen it in so many areas of our life. It's not that we don't believe that he is faithful because we've seen that too over and over and over again. It's not that we don't want or believe for healing because we have experienced its many layers. It's, it is that the victory, faithfulness, and healing of God can look so different from what we or others envision it to be. But if nobody continually shares their struggle or a new struggle in their earthly journey with Jesus, then we may get the sense within the church that some people have quote-unquote arrived, arrived to the pedestal where they no longer have struggles or their struggles are so minor because they have become so strong, um, they have achieved a level of faith that is beyond our own, that they now have the ability to just brush it off, giving off the air that maybe they have gotten so good at their faith that it's just not that difficult to them anymore. Hmm. This is what leads people in churches to isolation, particularly if you are someone who has walked with Jesus for a very, very long time and you find yourself constantly circling back around to the same issue. This is the struggle with mental illness. And uh, I recently discovered um, an author. I would highly suggest you look her up. I've started to read her book. Um, Her name is Aaliyah Joy. And she wrote a book called Glorious Weakness. And um, in what I've started to read, I actually just heard her um, speak on a YouTube uh, video from Saddleback um, Church. Um, Kay Warren has set up a group at Saddleback Church um, there in California for um, the mental, mentally ill um, community um, for support, for tools, and they seem to be bringing in speakers once a month. It's really lovely. Um, but in her talk, um, I was just very curious to start reading her book because I feel like she was really encapsulating this message. Um, She also said something that I really loved, and she says, God uh, does not fix us because of our faithfulness. He meets us because of His. 
And I just love that because uh, this might not be something that is fixed on this earth. That doesn't mean that we claim illness for ourselves um, or that we choose to stay. Uh, we constantly pray about it, or we should, and we should constantly remain in surrender. But when it circles back around and you're going through it, and it pops back up on the other side, just like that suitcase. Um, it's so easy to feel shame. It's so easy to isolate yourself because you say, nobody would understand why I've been walking with Jesus this long. And we believe that lie. We would say, nobody would understand. <laughs> um, maybe that's true for some people. I don't know, but I I feel like if you are a person journeying with the Lord, you will have grace, the grace that Jesus has for us. And so as I sit here recording this podcast in, um, in the middle of a literal mess, because I've had a really hard time with my cognitive function this month, um, and coming out of a, a day well, at least a, a sure, a strong, surefire way, week, sorry, week, where I've felt just very um, overwhelmed by lack of um, being able to regulate my emotions, a lot of brain fog, severe exhaustion, um, a lot of depression, a lot of anxiety, Um, Coming out of that, I just say, this was supposed to be a new year, a new chance. And what came to my mind with the verse was Revelation 21.5. It's actually beautiful in full context, and I encourage you to read it. But um, at its core, behold, I make all things new. That is encouraging to me because that continually reminds me he is the author. He is the one making all things new. I need to stop and understand that I cannot fix myself. I cannot check off a list and say, but I've prayed, but I've lamented, but I've turned to him, but I've done all this and it's not quote unquote working it's in God's time, it's in God's purposes, he knows, and we just have to continue to believe, and continue to get back up, one thing I ask myself, and I don't know if this is the right question to ask, but am I willing to kind of face some embarrassment for for his purposes, because really for me, constantly circling back around to these same issues, it's embarrassing, actually, I feel embarrassed, um, like, why, why can't I get out of this bed, why can't I just stop being anxious, and all these things, um, it, it can be a sure, (laughs) um, constant, hindrance on our ego um and for many of us we we 
struggle with self-esteem issues to begin with because of our condition. And then there's always the guilt of, well, there's so many people out there going through worse. And that is 1000% true. And so we just have to stop. (laughs) And well, at least I have to return to those steps to stay strong. I have to stop. I have to bask in his love. And if all I can do is grieve and lament that day, then that's all I can do. When I'm able to get past it, I need to really arm myself with the word. The word is the spoken, living, breathing word of God. And that's what I need. That's what I need to arm myself. And then just breathe and have some laughter and some joy in my life. Find a way to look in the small things. There's so many around us. So I'm going to leave you with um, this beautiful song from Passion. Just the um, chorus for today. And my goal, (laughs) earthly goal, is to be able to record once a month. Um, Ideally, I would like to do it once a week, but I know that's not necessarily realistic. I'm going to aim for that, but um, I'd be happy with once a month. But those aren't things that are going to change me or fix me or cure me or help me get over it. Um, It is the Lord who makes all things new in his time for his purposes. And um, I just continue to pray and surrender to him. This is probably my most honest podcast and it was painful because it's just where I am, where I am right now. I don't really like it. I wish it could be different, but it's where I am. And I just want to tell you that I still know that God is so good and I pray that you feel that too. Behold the Lamb, the story of redemption written on His hands. Jesus, you will reign forevermore. The victory is yours. We sing your praise. Endless hallelujahs to your holy name. Jesus, you will reign forevermore. The victory is yours. Remember that, friends, the victory is his, and he reigns forevermore. He is in control right now. May that bring a smile to your face as it does to mine.